ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وَبَثَّ مِنْهُمَا رِجَالًا كَثِيرًا وَنِسَاءً وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ الَّذِي تَسَاءَلُونَ بِهِ وَالْأَرْحَامَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلَيْكُمْ رَقِيبًا يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله Verily all praise belongs to Allah. We praise Him, we seek His help and we seek His forgiveness. We seek refuge in Allah from the evil of ourselves and from the evil of our actions. Whomsoever Allah guides, none can misguide. And whomsoever Allah misguides, then none can guide. I bear witness that nothing has a right to be worshipped except for Allah. He is alone and He has no partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his slave and his messenger. O you who believe, fear Allah with the fear that is due to him. And do not die except in a state of Islam. O mankind, fear your Lord who created you from a single person. And from this person he created his wife. And from the two of them he created many men and women. And fear Allah through whom you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the ties of the womb. For indeed Allah is an all-watcher over you. O you who believe, fear Allah, and say a word that is straightforward and upright. If you do this, then Allah will rectify for you your deeds, and He will forgive you of your sins. And whosoever obeys Allah and His Messenger, then he has attained the greatest achievement. As for that which follows, verily the most truthful speech is the book of Allah. And the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad wasallam. And the worst of affairs are newly invented matters. Every newly invented matter is an innovation in the religion. And every innovation is misguidance. And every misguidance is in the hellfire. In numerous verses in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clarifies to us the status and the rights that the parents have upon us. And that He has made it obligatory upon us to obey them and to be kind and dutiful towards them. Allah Ta'ala said, وَاعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ وَلَا تُشْرِكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا And worship Allah Ta'ala alone. 
And do not ascribe any partners with him. وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا And be dutiful to the parents. So in this verse, Allah Ta'ala, He commands His servants. And He orders His slaves to be kind and dutiful to their parents. After He urged them to adhere to His Tawheed. And this is because the parents are a reason for a person's existence in this dunya. And because the parents are the ones who raise and cultivate their children. And because they were the ones who were kind and compassionate towards their children when they were young. And this is why it's incumbent upon every, per- every person, and every Muslim in particular, to treat their parents with the utmost respect and kindness. For indeed, being kind and dutiful to one's parents is from the most beloved deeds to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It comes in the hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. He said, سَأَلْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَيُّ الْعَمَلِ أَحَبُّ إِلَى اللَّهِ تَعَالَى He said, I asked the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم Which deed is most beloved to Allah? قَالَ الصَّلَاةُ عَلَى وَقْتِهَا So he said, prayer in his fixed time. وَبِرُّ الْوَالِدَيْنِ And to be kind and dutiful to the parents. وَالْجِهَادُ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ and al-jihad for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal. Likewise, it was collected by Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-walidu awsatu abwaab al-jannah. He said the parent is the middle gate to paradise. The parent is the middle gate to paradise. فَإِنْ شِئْتَ أَضِعْ ذَلِكَ الْبَابْ أَوْ احْفَظْهُ He said, so if you want, be negligent about that gate. Be heedless about that gate or preserve it. So if a person wants to enter the middle gates of paradise, which are the best gates of paradise, then it's upon him to safeguard and to preserve the rights of his parents. And know that when an individual does not safeguard the rights of his parents, and when an individual is disobedient to his parents, then this is from the major sins that earn the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, he said the pleasure of the Lord lies in the pleasure of the parents. And the displeasure of the Lord lies in the displeasure of the parents. And this is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded and He has ordered that the parents be obeyed and that they be respected and honored. So when a person obeys his parents in that which is good and pleasing to his Lord, then in fact he has obeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when a person disobeys his parents, and when he angers his parents without right, then he has angered Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And do not think that it's okay for you to be negligent regarding the rights of your parents, because they were not in your life, or because they were negligent regarding your rights when you were a child. Even if your parents, as long as your parents are not commanding you, to ascribe partners to your Lord or to disobey Him, then it's still obligatory upon you to obey them in that which is good and to be kind and dutiful towards them. Allah He said, and if your parents strive to get you to ascribe partners with me, which you have no knowledge concerning, then do not obey them in that regard. And be kind and dutiful to them in this dunya. 
Accompany your parents in this dunya with goodness. أَقُولُ مَا تَسْمَعُونَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen All praise and thanks belongs to Allah, the Lord of everything that exists وَالْعَاقِبَةُ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ And the good end is for those who truly fear Allah وَلَا عُدْوَانَ إِلَّا عَلَى الظَّالِمِينَ And there is no transgression except against the oppressors وَأَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ And I bear witness and I testify That nothing has the right to be worshipped in truth except for Allah He's alone and he has no partners. And he aids and he supports those who are righteous. And I bear witness and I testify that Muhammad is a slave and his messenger. From the infinite wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that he has given the mother a status and a virtue over the father in terms of good companionship. It comes in Al-Bukhari, a Muslim from the Hadith. Abu Abu Hurairah radiyallahu anhu, he said, جَاءَ رَجُلٌ إِلَى النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَقَالَ مَنْ أَحَقُّ النَّاسِ بِحُسْنِ صَحَابَتِهِ He said, a man came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and he said, which person has the most right to my good companionship? قَالَ أُمُّكْ He said, your mother. قَالَ ثُمَّ مَنْ He said, then who? قَالَ ثُمَّ أُمُّكْ he said, then your mother. قَالَ ثُمَّ مَنْ He said, then who? قَالَ ثُمَّ أُمُّكْ He said, then your mother. قَالَ ثُمَّ مَنْ He said, then who? قَالَ ثُمَّ أَبُوكْ He said, then your father. And the reason why the mother is mentioned three times before the father in this hadith is because the mother, she has three affairs that she is specified with, which the father does not share in. And that being the pregnancy. <coughs> and giving birth to the child, and breastfeeding the child. So the Prophet ﷺ, he made the mother and the father equal in their guardianship. And he specified the mother with these three affairs. Also from that which shows us, the high status and the virtue of the mother in Islam, is that which comes in the narration of Atha ibn Yasir rahimahullah. He said that there was an individual who went to Ibn Abbas, and he said that he proposed to marry a woman. But this woman, she refused to marry him. So another person proposed to marry the same woman. And she wanted to marry him. He said, He said, I was jealous of, the, of this woman. And I killed her. He said, is there any repentance for me? Listen to what Ibn Abbas said. He said, He said, is your mother still alive? So he said, La. He said, No. He said, Tubi in Allah Azza wa Jal. He said, Repent to Allah Azza wa Jal. Make a sincere repentance to your Lord. And seek nearness to Allah with that which you are able. So after this individual left, after he left, Ibn Abbas, Ata ibn Yasir, he asked Ibn Abbas, He said, Why do you ask if his mother was still alive? What, what was the purpose of you asking this question? So Ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhu, he said, 
إني لا أعلم عملا أقرب إلى الله عز وجل من بر الوالدة. He said because I do not know of any deed that gets a person closer to his Lord than being kind and dutiful to his mother. And for this reason we find that the Salaf al-Salih they will have the best of character and they will have the best mannerisms when they would deal with their mothers. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu he will be in a home or he will be in his house and his mother will be in another house. And when he wanted to leave, he would stand at her door and he would say, As-salamu alayki ya ummah wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And his mother would say, Wa alayka ya bunay wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Fayaqul, and he would say, Rahimakillah kama rabbaytini sagheera. He would say, may Allah have mercy upon you for raising me when I was young. For raising and cultivating me when I was young. فتقول, and she would say, Rahimakallah. She would say, May Allah have mercy upon you. May Allah shower his mercy upon you for being kind and dutiful to me in old age. وسبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين